I'm Kerry Rowett, and this is the Align and Attract podcast, helping you to create your version of an aligned business. Let's dive into today's episode. What numbers are you focusing on and where might you focus instead? Today, I wanted to talk about the kinds of numbers that I sometimes see clients focus on that in the scheme of things don't necessarily matter. Uh, It can be quite common to fixate on certain numbers, to be really paying close attention to these numbers. And it can create expectations. It can create disappointment or tension or pressure. And one thing that I see that it sometimes does is it takes us away from remembering that each person who signs up or who subscribes or who is in our community or follows us, and then particularly those people who buy from us, like every single one of those individuals matters and has you know, made that decision to enter our world in whatever capacity. And I think it's really powerful to observe and to make decisions about how we want to welcome those people in. And that just can be welcoming them in energetically. Like, do we want to be welcoming people in essentially with an energy of disappointment? Oh, it's only this number. Or I was hoping for this or, you know, whatever it might be, I I wish it was more, or when I'm further along, it's going to be so much more impressive, whatever it might be. So what are the numbers that I see people sometimes focus on? Maybe a little bit too much, and that that is subjective. So this is really for you to decide for yourself what is an appropriate level of focus, because the other side of the coin is we don't want to always be completely disconnected from the numbers. We don't want to be rolling along feeling good or oblivious. And then when we do pay attention to the numbers, we discover, oh, like for example, my subscribers are just going down, 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 down. Well, that's good to observe and to notice and to understand why that might be happening. So actually paying attention to the numbers would allow us to do that or paying attention to sales and also paying attention to profit. If we completely just disregard those numbers and don't pay any attention to them, it can be really difficult to have a clear picture on where we're at, of course, and then to make decisions that are aligned with our growth or aligned with like our big picture of what it is that we're wanting to create in our life. So we're wanting to have that clarity for ourselves about where is an appropriate level of focus. So these are the types of numbers I see sometimes there can be an excessive focus on things like social media numbers or you know how many likes a post gets or like views on things like reels or whatever you might be sharing, how many subscribers on your newsletter. Now with that last one, how many subscribers you've got, it can definitely play a big part in how many sales that you might make because oftentimes the number of sales that you'll make in a program, they will follow relatively predictable like percentages. It's very common to for the number of people in your mailing list. Like if you 
bake sales, like one to 2% of people buy something that you're selling, like that would be a pretty standard and industry expected statistic. It can be much higher than that. Sometimes it might be lower than that, but that can often be the, the case. So I'm not saying that we don't want to be focused on subscribers, but sometimes I have heard people say, I've only got this many subscribers and I just want to get more subscribers or I've only got this many followers and I just want to get more followers or my reels get this number of views let's say and I would really like to have some bigger reels or I'd like to go viral or whatever it might be and those things might help but sometimes they do not I'm sure that you've all seen examples where or heard of examples where you can have a really large social media following. If you, if that was your a main objective, you could probably do that by sharing more viral content, more content that is likely to be popular or maybe controversial. Like there's different ways that people are able to achieve that or by being really prolific and that might grow your social media. Is that going to mean that you have a successful business? Maybe or maybe not. People can have a really large social media following and have no business or a very small business. Those two things are not inextricably linked. And in fact, you can sometimes see the opposite. Some people who do have a really successful, abundant business. And I know so many of these people, I have got clients who are like this or peers who are like this. Maybe they only have, let's just say 2000 followers and they actually have like this multi six figure business or bigger. They're actually really successful. They're kind of almost too successful to be too bothered with worrying about growing their social media. <laughs> you know what I mean? And likewise with subscribers, I know of so many people who have relatively small mailing lists, but still can have a lot of success. So thinking that it's just about growing those things, it is not always the case. I know Tina Tower has shared her mailing list can be, you know, like around $2,000 when she's having multi six-figure launches at times. And so it's these things uh, can be common for people who've got really brilliant messaging, are very clear about who it is that they work with, what they provide to those people. They're really great at selling and they have a very high conversion rate because they've got the right people in their audience. And by the right people, I mean people who actively want and are looking for what it is that they are selling. And so I would just like you to reflect on that for yourself. Do you make any of those kinds of numbers mean something more than what they actually mean? Are you making them more significant? Are you bringing more emotion to them? Or are you making are you making them mean something that they actually don't. So the, for example, if I grew that, that would grow my business. Or if I grew that, then I would make more money or I would attract more clients. It may be the case, but what I tend to see more so is that 
the clearer you get on who it is that you are actually speaking to. And when you really speak to that person and you show up with value and with a really genuine solution to a problem that they have, you're really able to help in specific, tangible ways and or whatever, you know, it might be that you just provide something that they really desire. If this, there's a really good match between those things, then that is more likely to be what grows your business. And when we're coming from a really neutral space, of course, we can also make decisions about, for example, how it is that we are going to increase our number of subscribers, but it's going to be because we're thinking about those clients who we love to work with and who love to work with us and what it is that they value, what it is that they want, and then providing that value, whether it's in the form of like an opt-in or whatever, something that's going to cause people to want to be connected with you because of what it is that you are providing to them. And then they're like, well, that is definitely worth it to me. I want that. And I'm willing to hand over my email address to get that. So it's important to ask ourselves, what is it that I actually want as well? Because we might be thinking, I want more social media followers or more subscribers, something like that. But what we actually want is I want to increase my income or I want to attract more clients and I'd be pretty pretty willing to bet that there might be more efficient and more effective ways to do that without necessarily focusing on growing your social media or your subscribers, more so to do with connecting with those people who are already in front of you, who are already in your world, already following you, and that you can make a real impact for. We do want to notice the numbers though, because by noticing the numbers, when we are feeling very objective around that, we can make decisions accordingly. So if you notice the numbers, you might be like, that's just feeling totally fine. That's just naturally growing. Maybe the pace is relatively slow. That's kind of the space that we're in. Like you will have heard this and seen this. There isn't the same amount of growth out there necessarily for most people that you used to be able to get years ago. So that's, it doesn't really mean anything, but if there's just some, if there's just consistent growth, then that might feel like it's already quite perfect. But of course, if you decide having considered everything and feeling really neutral uh, and feeling really objective about it, you might also decide, I do want to increase this or that. And then you can decide, what am I going to do to increase that or to grow my audience or to attract more people? And it's going to be from that space of like total objectivity. Another place that we can focus on numbers is by focusing on things like revenue. Now, again, there is nothing wrong with paying attention to your revenue. I hope that goes without saying, but sometimes we can see that people might focus really heavily on revenue, but not so much on something that is equally important maybe more important. And that is profit. It's so interesting, don't you think, that 
very frequently we hear people talking about, I had this launch size, or I made this amount of money this year. I had a, you know, a $200,000 year or a million dollar year, whatever it might be, but without actually saying, and this is what my expenses were. It doesn't necessarily mean much. (laughs) So somebody could make $200,000 in a year, or they could make a million dollars in a year, and they might still have $150,000 profit or $100,000 profit or a different amount. And so that top line figure doesn't always mean as much as what we can believe that it does. So noticing for yourself, what figure, (laughs) what figures actually matter to me? And then if you factor in the amount of profit that you want to be making, then the number may not always need to be as high as what you think in order to generate that amount of profit. Another place we do see a lot of fixation on the numbers is when it comes to launching because, you know, it sounds really wonderful to be able to say I had a launch of X size or I attracted this many people to my launch, which is probably more so actually even here, the, the total figure. Now, again, very rarely is the profit actually shared, like how much did it cost to generate a launch of that size? So that's one thing. But something I've been thinking about because I have been launching a line, my court group program Align and Attract in recent times, as you have probably seen, what has felt really alive for me and really true for me is to focus on every single individual because this has just been so apparent to me in this particular launch. Nearly every single person who joined Align and Attract, and I think we're at about 18 people as I record, have connected with me personally in some way. I've had a conversation with them over Instagram or Facebook or over email, or they were on my webinar or something else. And when you have these individual conversations, it really highlights to you the value of every single person who makes that decision and who commits to themselves and invests in themselves and chooses your offering as a pathway to create what it is that they really want. And I think it is so valuable just to connect with that and to feel that because from that place, you can just have so much gratitude and so much appreciation and so much respect for the individual and that feels amazing. It feels amazing for you as the business owner, rather than having some kind of bigger focus or some kind of goal. You can still have a goal, but I personally find it's lovely to have the goal. I might align to the goal, but then I just want to let that go. And then I want to be in that space of connecting and really holding that very like neutral energy for anyone who connects with me. I want to be able to answer any question that they have, 
tell them if I think the program would be great for them. But there's with not one iota of neediness or needing them to join the program or um, having high expectation on that, being able to just have that total respectful conversation and to be able to celebrate if they come in, but also to feel totally fine if that person doesn't and they make a different decision. It just feels, it just felt so good for me in my body for every single person. And I just had such genuine happiness and excitement for every single person. So that's my invitation to you is to focus on the individual. I'm sure that you already do that in so many ways, but remembering that's it's a big deal for anyone to invest a lot of the time in in anything that they choose to invest in. It's like they're saying yes to that and that means sometimes they're not doing something else, they're not going down a different pathway and that really matters. So having that appreciation. Another thing that I find really helpful as well is to focus on your why. So I have spoken about your why in several recent podcast episodes. I'll put those in the notes, but you might like to go back through yourself and re-listen or listen to those podcast episodes about your why. And I also ran a workshop recently called Remember Your Why. You can still access the recording if you wanted to. It's at alignandattract.com slash why. But when you have that connection to your why, you remember there's a whole big picture here. One individual launch or one individual month or whatever it is that you might be tracking in terms of the numbers, it doesn't really matter in terms of the bigger picture because you can just continue to go through that process of alignment, deciding what it is that you want finding out what it is that is blocking you. This is exactly what we go through in, in Align and Attract, aligning with your goal, taking aligned action, and then reflecting, noticing what's working, what's not working. How do I feel about what's showing up in my world? Then repeat, <laughs> go back. If I don't like what I'm seeing, what is it that I do want? And then aligning to that. If I do like what I'm seeing and I want to dial it up, then creating a goal around that and aligning to that. So it's just, it's kind of like the rolling with it. And that's a part of that alignment is it's not making things mean things that they don't actually mean. <laughs> Remembering I can choose my own interpretation and I can just continue to choose to flow with what is happening and to respond to what is happening. And I don't have to make, make it mean anything about myself. I don't need to have rigidity or expectations or pressure. I can just have this really beautiful objectivity and neutrality. The other thing to do is to focus on your impact because again, any person who comes into your world, whether they sign up to your newsletter, listen to your podcast, they are following you on somewhere on social media, whatever it might be, like so many people can be having an impact and being impacted by your work. And sometimes you will never know. And so whatever the numbers might be, when you're showing up from your truth and you're sharing what you really believe in, you're connected to your why and, you know, you're just really being your being authentic, <laughs> then 
you can be just having this most wonderful impact on other people's lives. And I think we need more people, you know, continuing to show up in their truth. And that really matters. Thank you so much for being here. I would love to hear what this discussion has sparked for you. Are there any numbers that you might have been focusing that you just want to dial down and focus on those things? Are there other numbers potentially you've been avoiding that you would love to feel more neutral about and to pay more attention to and then be able to make decisions in order to grow those numbers? It could go either way. I would love to hear. You might like to share with me over on Instagram. Now, Align and Attract does begin this week. This episode's out on the 12th. We do start today. I always have people join once we've already started and you are able to do that. So you can go and check on alignandattract.com slash course. And if the course is still open, you can sign up. Otherwise, you can join the wait list for another live round. Thanks so much for being here. This was episode 63 of the Align and Attract podcast. And that means you can find all of the relevant show notes over at alignandattract.com slash blog slash 63. I so appreciate you being here and listening and sharing. If you enjoyed this episode or any other, I'd love it if you could share it with a friend and I will see you next time.